going on everybody welcome back to another episode of denim radio i am your host josh the hitman hotta and we got we got the uh, phony ozone over there Fo-zone. all the way from uh zone coming all the way by way of innisfail how's it going great i just found out uh what day it was today so we're golden <laughs> Well, it's a little bit of a strange one. It was a long weekend here in uh, in Alberta and most of Canada, I assume. But for some reason, I had Friday off, and the rest of the world had the rest of the country had Monday off. So it's a little bit strange. It was kind of kind of dead out there in terms of my work. But uh, you know what? I got through it, and we had a little bit of a chat. So here we are, this this uh, rainy Monday in Alberta doing another interview so who did we chat with today we chatted with upside down man mostly just josh but that tends to happen <laughs> with any band he's in but <laughs> he's certainly a, a chatterbox in, in the in the best way <laughs> you know there's not gonna be much dead air when an old jc's in the in the building <laughs> but yeah it's good it's good to chat with them in case you you didn't know they're our latest signing, were they? Can't remember. If not, one of the latest signings. We got a few we're kind of floating around that haven't made official yet, but uh they uh yeah, they hopped on board to release their debut album. And it's been going great, I think. Lots of warmly received. It's a but a mixture of uh pop punk and metal. So if that sounds enticing to you, maybe maybe give it a go and if uh you need to hear it we got you covered there too because the song i got a feeling a song's coming up mm. a little bit later it's solid front to back yeah some some serious riffage going on but uh brooke's a hell of a singer as well so hopefully if you haven't checked them out this is gonna entice you to finally take the plunge and check out upside down man and you can uh purchase their album from us on highandenimrecords.com but don't worry all the money will go to them not us yeah, what else? What else? Before we get into the interview, what else do we got going on in our land? Well, this week, July 7th, we have the Lost Planet Airmen. Their EP is finally being released. So it's titled Sagan and... Or Sagan. I said it like the cyclist, didn't I? Peter Sagan. <laughs> I've been watching too Sa- much Tour Sagan. de France. Sagan. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, Peter Sagan. Waiting for... Uh, that's not who it's named after, by the way. I'm throwing this all off the rails, but... <laughs> if you like biking, Twitter France started the other day. Uh, yeah, anyways, it's out on Friday. So pre-save it if you haven't, or listen to it if it's after July 7th. 
And then also in the trash ambulance world, uh, I forget which one I'm supposed to announce, but I think it's playing, um, well, you're playing in Edmonton on August the 25th with Grief Week, Dead End Driving from Vancouver, Vagro Wheel, I don't know how to say it, so. Vargul? Vargul. That sounds better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, our French is on point. And then us at Black Bar in Edmonton on August 25th. So that's not announced as we speak, but it will be by the time this episode's out. Hell yeah. And uh, keeping it in the family here, maybe you guys have heard of uh, the band No More Moments. They're from Six Sick Nation there, just uh, west or south of... Southeast. Southwest. Southeast. Southeast of Calgary. And yeah, yeah, that'd be right. And... uh yeah, they do a yearly music festival, and we tossed our name in the hat, and uh, we were invited to come. So we're going to play Moments Fest on uh, September Long. Don't know exactly which day, but there's quite a few bands. Like, we have to check, what is it, Colin L. Captain's the headliner. I think Forbidden Dimensions involved. Single Mothers. Single Mothers, that band with, like, the five-year-old that's the lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember their name offhand, or Bat. Bat smack or something. Bat scratch, I think. Bat scratch. There we go. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's definitely gonna be an eclectic mix of uh, punk rock and metalish tunes. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what that's all about. And then, yeah, stay tuned. In as far as the trashed world, there'll be more shit to announce for sure. But uh, if I if all goes to, goes to plan, I get this out by uh, Friday, July seventh, which I'm hoping to. Um, I'm just going to, if you guys don't know, if you want a, a handy place to find all of the the shows that either Trashed or the High End Denim bands are playing, as long as they send them to me, you can go to com, click the little tab that says Shows, and you'll see them all. So uh, I'll just do a quick rundown. July 7th, we've got Sessions with Broken Yokes, The Rubber Bullies, and Go Fuck Yourself. That's quite the bad name. That will be at The Slice in Lethbridge. Check that out. Um after that, July 13th, we got the Rodent Rodeo with uh, Boo Radley and the Berta Boys. So <laughs> that's how taking place at Vern's. I think it's kind of like a comedy show, punk rock mixture. I'm not exactly sure what's all going on that, but uh, definitely rad to check that out. Vern's is always an entertaining time. A um, couple days after that, we got uh, Inspire Fest. That's uh, Upside Down Man is one of the headlining acts at that. It's at the Highfield Regenerative Farm in uh, inner city Calgary. Uh, the boys will talk a little bit more about that later on in the show. And then I think that's, we don't need to go too far. But if you want to go check out, there's more shows in the in the far, far future, but we don't really need to dive into those yet. But these are the ones that are imminent that you might want to, you know, write down in your calendar so you don't miss out. But yeah, anything else new and exciting? I mean, it's kind of summertime. People are kind of got shit on the back burners, but definitely looking like we're gonna have a busy fall yeah i don't think anything else is imminent but things change quickly so but you're set for this week if you've listened (laughs) very true so yeah we're gonna we're gonna bump into our music here and then we're gonna hop right into that interview so what i want to hear since they're jerk offs and didn't play their own music and we're trying to whole point of this is to hype them up no they're just too humble Humble boys, eating humble pie with the king of Spain. But uh, I'm going to pick an uh, Upside Down Man song, Chooses No Weapon. They actually 
go into it a bit about where they came up with the name of this song as well as the band name. So, yeah, stick around and you can hear that. What do you want to hear? I want to hear a song by uh, Sam Russo. So he has featured on a Bernie Nichols song released on High and Denim. And his solo stuff is probably way better. So, yeah, I want to hear uh, <laughs> The Window, the anniversary edition, because he added a full band to a lot of his acoustic stuff, and it's an awesome song. And I kind of forgot about it until this morning. I'm like, man, this, this song rules. So, yeah, The Window, the anniversary version. All right, so here we go. We got Sam Russo and Upside Down Man.
Hey, this is Dan from Short Straps. You're listening to Denim Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Denim Radio. I'm Josh, and we got Ozone over here. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, good. <laughs> it's going great. And we got from all the way from Calgary, Alberta, we got Brooke, we got Steve, we got Matt, and we got JC. Or Josh, whatever you want to call him. And together they put their powers together and become upside down, man. How's it going, fellas? Good. Great. Good. Good. good to see you. Yeah, yeah. It's the folks at home won't get to see you, but I'm seeing you, and I'm. I gotta tell you, I like what I see. That's part of my day. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I kind of turned this into a half video thing, just so I can check all you dudes out. Makes it makes it worthwhile, you know. <laughs> okay, creeped you out. So now I'm gonna. <laughs> now I'm gonna get the show going. So what what's going on? Where where are you guys at? I see you're all together. 
Yeah, we're at Brooks House. Yep. Nice Drove all the way up across town <laughs> to sit in the basement with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> this is this is why we I, do it, man. Sweet, are you guys all in uh, in Calgary? Yeah, yeah. Well, except for Steve. Yeah, I'm in Calgary. Yeah. I did know that. The town that sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> Balzac? it's our sister city (laughs) so so how do you guys pronounce it is it because i see people get buttered about pronouncing it because i always said calgary but apparently it's calgary or something how do you guys you got it it. yeah it's like as long as you don't say calgary calgary that's that's how you know you're an outsider okay calgary is is yeah calgary calgary it's like yeah you're not from here (laughs) You're local enough. You sound like you got it down. Okay, good. I kind of psyched myself out. Because I know, like, we had uh, Regal Fowl on, and uh, Mitch is from Toronto. And they're pretty anal about how you say it, too. Like, if you say Toronto, it means you're not from around these parts. Toronto. Toronto. It's like Montreal, too. People say Montreal or Montreal. Yeah. There's not not actually a T in it, though, right? Isn't it like Montreal or something? If you say it properly. Yeah, if you say it actually properly, it's like Morial. Oh, <laughs> Morialis. English swine. <laughs> <Pronounced> correctly. <laughs> I probably should it anyway. Sure you did. I guess I'm, I'm from Saskatchewan, and you know, you can always tell when someone's not from around there, or they don't care about it because they say Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. That's not how it's said, but anyways, now that we got the uh, <laughs> pronunciation down, <laughs> you guys... Are a part of this label. So what what brings you to high end denim? And uh, actually, let's back it up a bit. Like, when did you guys become a band? This incarnation. This incarnation. Two thousand seven, I think. We met in two thousand six, I think. It would have been early two thousand seven. Yeah, late two thousand six. Yeah, sounds about right. Met at a house party. I was playing drums with some friends just because I thought well, I'm cool. I'll bring my drums with me everywhere. And then, <laughs> <laughs> well. Before the internet, before YouTube, people like that stuff. They're like, great, this guy. <laughs> right? So anyway, we were jamming away, and these two walked in the door, and we had a little bit of a, a little bit of a love in, and they said, hey, why don't you come back and jam at our, our spot and see if you like our stuff? And I did. So, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. That's so you- pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt, you should come join us. And, okay. And he sauntered in. Yeah, we, we had a gig pretty short afterwards, I think. We were playing at a friend's birthday party at a bar. Didn't even have a name. We're sitting at a bar table just being like, we got to say something. So an upside down man was born. Yeah. Holy cow, I did not realize it was bit like you four go back that far. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these, these guys go back even farther. I don't even know about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, Steve and, and me, Matt, we used to we went to high school together in Canmore. And then when I moved back to Calgary... We, uh, I ran into Brooke at a job and uh, figured out he was pretty good at guitar and uh, I was not very good at bass. So <laughs> we kind of teamed up and he showed me the ropes and we brought Steve into the fold. And then, yeah, I don't know. And eventually Upside Down then came out of that. So we're missing out a huge part. Well, there's a, a big chunk. That involves other people too, but yeah, you can get into that if you really want. Yeah. Yeah, I, we're working our way up to that. So, uh, if you guys got this going for in two thousand six, you said. So, what what took you so long to, re- to create your masterpiece album? 
guess Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, we all moved away. I think yeah, we we got together in 2007 or six or seven, but we all moved our separate ways in like 2008 for yeah. for work. So we've been on hiatus for a very long time, and we are all finally back in Calgary for the first time. Like all four of us, as of what last year? Well, yeah, a year and a half ago, ago or something. Two years now. Yeah, something. Sure. And so it kind of got August 2021. Yeah, yeah. Kind of got spurred on because I, uh, I I auditioned for the Maroons and got the part with them, started playing again, and then I think everybody moved back and got jealous. They're like, oh, I'm going to play shows again. <laughs> so they're like, hey, we'll, we'll play a show here and there. And I said, okay, because I'm not allowed to be in two bands. My wife said. And then uh, <laughs> now I'm in two bands, releasing albums all the time. And, yeah, and I'm here instead of at home. So probably have to sleep here tonight. But, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been good. It's been fun to be to get the old gang back together yeah okay yeah i totally didn't realize that so you guys pretty much got together so these songs that are on the album like have some of them been stewing then for over a decade or yeah yeah um some of the songs in the album were uh predated upside down man with the band that we had before and then uh we reworked them rejigged them with with josh once we got him and then uh then just over half of the songs in the album are, are brand new ones that we've written in the last last year. year or so, so yeah. yeah. It's a little mix of new and old. You know. Ozone, you look deep in thought. Do you got you got something to add? No, I mean, yeah, that's I mean that's a long time to to build up to a release, so it's definitely <laughs> interesting. <laughs> They've been edging yeah. for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, guys got any pointers on edging? Like, holy. <laughs> Man, he's going to wait. Just wait. <laughs> Waiting. So who was the last wait one to move back? Just a moment. Who was the last one to move back then? Who's the who's the master edger here? Like, uh, Steven. <laughs> Steve holding yeah, yeah. on the show. <laughs> Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, I got back, and within a couple months, we were practicing. And then uh, Robbie Marone was nice enough to hook us up with the show at the Palomino that we kind of looked at as a test to see if see we that. had it in us to still be a band. And we practiced at the Marone's practice space for a few months, and then had the Palomino show. And then, uh, yeah, it went well. So we decided we we're going to be a band again. And yeah, here we are. Yeah. So thanks, Robbie Marone. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Who's that guy? <laughs> oh yeah, that, that other band you play in, Joe. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 I don't actually. I haven't seen those guys in ages. It feels like, <laughs> so I don't remember what their faces look like, or the smell of their hair, or any of the good, good things about them. But uh, hopefully, we get together soon and play a show or rehearse or something. I don't know. Well, if you want to hear Johnny's voice, just tune into yeah. old episode zero zero seven. Well, yeah, that's what percent uh, John's voice. Yeah, <laughs> he really carries you guys. It's a good thing for him. <laughs> I know you always need a good Johnny on every show. Do you guys do prank calls? We should call him a prank call him right now. <laughs> <laughs> he know it was up. No, he's smart. He's also he's he's clever. He's cunning. <laughs> yes, yeah. You can see it coming a mile away that we'd all get reverse pranked. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't need that. I need that shit on my conscience. You hear me, Johnny? I was, was I was looking out for you. <laughs> I've literally don't think I've ever called him, so he'd be like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> something, something's yeah, happening." He would, here. Know, he would know. <laughs> Spidey. It's call Josh. Talking. Who's Josh? Who cares? Not answering. <laughs> More than likely. 
Oh, no, that's not true. I did call him once because I had to go to his house to give you guys those stickers. So I hope they made it to you eventually. <laughs> I've gotten him yet, no. But... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which. <laughs> no, before next show. That's the goal. <laughs> Set small goals. When Set is the stickers. next show? Feel free to plug away. July 15th at Inspire Fest, Highfield Farms in like uh, inner city Calgary. Got a mix of everything. It's going to have uh, bands playing, uh, you know, sharing the stage with DJs. Got a friend of mine bringing his uh, a trailer that's a half DJ booth, half free food truck. So they'd be like cooking <laughs> up beets and also cooking up grilled cheese and eats. <laughs> so yeah, all night long. And then, yeah, it's going to have like performers and good looking girls dancing and then us. And then some other people. <laughs> so, I mean, don't sound so excited. <laughs> well, show, show up for all the good stuff, you know. You get to see a show from Upside Down, man, if that's your thing. It might be if you're listening to this. It might just be. So is it is this like an annual thing? I've never heard of it before, so I'm just a little bit curious. Uh, it's little, yeah, sorry. It's a, it's a little bit of a like a local grassroots kind of event. And uh, they did it last summer. And apparently it was pretty good. I was away. I didn't uh, attend, but my wife attended and a bunch of friends. And... Everybody had a good time. It's all ages, too, so you can bring your kids out. And it was a fun time when you get to bring the little ones, as you guys have seen. Pumpkin donuts, all the little kids going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, late at night, it goes, you know, a little bit more adult-themed. And after dark, it... Uh, Steve gets naked. <laughs> yeah. And everyone leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We're all going to leave anyway, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's July 15th. Um, Tickets are at the Highfield Farm website. I have to look it up. I don't know about that. I mean, who does? It's on our Instagram. Yeah, we shared it somewhere. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Facebook smash, and Spotify. Smash, smash that like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just cracked triple digits on Spotify. That's a, that's a milestone. Yeah, the followers. Yeah, yeah. I think our 108 followers. That was right now. Oh, guys. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Pack it in. Quit your jobs. <laughs> we made it. I mean, that's that's pretty good for a 16 year old band, you know, to to get that many fans. Pretty <laughs> crazy. We're not a 16 year old band. Because <laughs> then we would have followers. <laughs> so maybe that's how we should uh, we should market ourselves. <laughs> 16 year old band. 16 year old band. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I get what you think. 16 year old upside down man. Band. Sit <laughs> down. Yeah. New up and coming band. New album. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ozone, you were saying offline you had some questions about their new album. We might as well dive into that. Yeah. I was wondering, yeah, you guys uh, went to old Echo Base where we've had a few releases on the label go there. So, yeah, why uh, why do you guys pick uh, Casey at Echo Base? And, yeah, tell us more about uh, how that went. Reputation, I guess, reputation and. Uh, yeah, Casey's always been good to like the local skate punk scene. He works really hard and he does it, you know, yeah. affordably. He likes to, you know, you can tell that he he cares about what the final release is like. Yeah. We did have some options that we were weighing with some some other people that I'm sure are capable and you know good at what they do. But at the end of the day, we know what the sound is. Casey did a great job with uh, your guys' album. Honestly, it sounds sounds awesome. Your last release, so we've recorded with him before. It's kind of a no-brainer at the end of the day. Yeah, he just really knows the genre really well, you know, obviously. So. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and honestly, he made every song better. And 
Yeah, like yeah. as a producer, he was mm -hmm. amazing too. Yeah, willing really to work with us and help us out and find a sound that we had, you know, maybe not uh, yeah. pinpointed ourselves. Yeah, so. a couple songs that were kind of collecting dust that he was able to kind of take a fresh perspective on, which was nice. So. And every harmony was sung by by Casey. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can probably hear yeah. the, the Telltale hallmarks, yeah. Casey. <laughs> all over it but uh yeah. that's not a bad thing that's a good thing mm -hmm. i tell people it's me but they don't believe me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so did he take on a pretty like uh producer role like like as far as structure of the songs or he did he just add in to what you guys had because with us no. he never really changed any of the structure he just no 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 not the structure you know it'd be like uh like a harmony on an octave part. Yeah, suggestions or, to play, you know, like, you know, whatever for vocals. Just, just something that, you know, especially with some of the songs that were a bit older that we had just, you know. I think it was like elevating the choruses too. It was like a big yeah. thing. Like that yeah. was the, the biggest thing he did was like, yeah, you, you know, elevate the chorus, like add just a little bit more kind of like harmonic guitars and, you know, like harmony vocals, just kind of make them pop a little bit more. And that was one thing he did that was good. And then there was that one, I think it was Proxy, right? He, he actually like, I think the the bridge in proxy he was like that's in the wrong key we got we got to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly like it's supposed to. Yeah, yeah. So he's good with that. He's got that ear and you know the the technical know how to steer you in the right direction. And then you know every once in a while we throw your compliment and you're just like thank you so much. <laughs> hard hard to come by. <laughs> so if he's not scowling the whole time, you know you're on the right track. <laughs> so. That, 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 you know, that's the thing, too, is we had a, an interesting situation. We went to record, and we booked a bunch of time, and then they booked shows in South America or Central America or something like that. So then we had a, God, what? A month, a month, break, a month break in between recording yeah. the drums and, and rhythm section between doing the guitars and vocals after that. So, and then he also, you know, he was injured. So that made everything piled on. So I would say he did a fantastic job in working with us and getting everything done, given the circumstances with it piling on and on yeah, and on and on and trying to record other bands or whatever. So I think it turned out pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You bang up job for sure. Yeah. yeah we just got to pay him. Oh man. I had to lock him. They'd be like, I don't know. I heard last I heard they paid. <laughs> <laughs> So Josh, sure. as, as a, if the folks at home don't know this, Casey is the drummer for the band Belvedere, and it's pretty fucking insane. So how did you feel? I know some of the drummers that I've worked with when we go in there, they're pretty intimidated with Casey, you know, oh, breathing down their I, neck. Uh, yeah, I got to say, when I went in to record within the first time, we were doing um, um, Book of Marone with Marones, and I... That that was definitely intimidating because I was like, shit. Like I started watching his videos the night before, and I was like, I should have done, done that. Like I know I've heard, I've heard plenty of Belvedere, but then I just like was like, let's just see if Casey's getting videos. And I was like, ah oh, man, I would look stupid. <laughs> then I went in and recorded my parts, and you know he doesn't care. He's there to help, encourage encourage you. He's not that kind of guy, right? Like, and that's you know that's a that's a good a good quality to have in a in a recording engineer, especially when. You know, it, it was intimidating at first, but this this last time around with these guys, I already knew what to expect. My my drums were tuned. He couldn't find a problem with them. I was like, yeah, that was like seal of approval. He like tap tap tap. Okay, that's pretty good. Put everything together, and he's like, sounds great. And I was like, okay. Last time he was annoyed with me. Everything was just a little off and wasn't quite perfect, but he just you know, yeah, it was good this time around. It was much much better. A lot easier. 
because I know I'm a bit better too, right? So knowing the personality and what jokes to tell and what subjects to stay on and what to stay off to not derail the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, yeah. <laughs> well, there was some section days where we would end up talking about. Yeah. We paid for a lot of conversation. And then we're like, yeah. well, we've been talking for two hours. We should probably record something. But, yeah, he was pretty good about giving us extra time too. So to cover it. We're, we're I mean, looking back, it. he was trying to, you know, keep the mood good. You yeah. know, like you guys know. Uh, you guys know what it's like. Casey, well, Casey, Casey's, he's great to have a conversation with, we'll say, right? He knows a lot about a lot. Yeah, he knows a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. Well, you guys know our you drummer, guys... drummer Reiki. He, uh, you know, he's he, he leans into the nerd kingdom a little bit. He's first to admit it, but we were kind of like telling him when we first went in, like, don't talk to him about this or that. Like, don't talk about Dungeons and Dragons. First fucking minute we're in there, he's talking about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> two hours later same thing we're like dude we told you yeah. <laughs> yeah and then it's like all right that was the first day yeah <laughs> we'll pick it up tomorrow and get some drums laid down yeah. <laughs> so he's 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 all business when it comes down to it because he'll just you oh, know yeah. he'll start talking about something it's like all right get it now let's do it and uh you know yeah he's, he's great to work with we do we work with him again you know he Absolutely. said he's raising prices but i'd pay it yeah that, that's and, he, like and I said, think he uh, a lot of overtime goes into it after too. Yeah, uh, sure. I don't, I don't yeah. think he he doesn't work on it when when you're sitting there all the time. He spends a lot of time after too, so it's all all definitely worth it. A hundred percent. No, he's uh, and like I said, he's got the ear for it. He knows what he's doing, so we uh, yeah. we trust him. And I, it always sounds so weird hearing your music so polished though the first time. You're like, huh? Is that us? Because <laughs> that doesn't sound like us. <laughs> I, mean, I thought we we're okay, but that sounds pretty good. <laughs> Right, that's always the hard, the weirdest part, I should say, about yeah. the recording. All we'd ever done yeah. before him was like shitty demos, like in like my basement or something, or John Cody's basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Marone. He, no, shout out to Johnny. Yeah, that sounded great, actually. <laughs> Johnny did that. Yeah, John, did. That sounded good. Johnny did a great job of that demo. We were inches away from releasing that as a single until we decided that we're going to do an album. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, we were going to maybe do everything with uh, with Johnny for a little while, but then. Yeah. Yeah, we realized he's a talentless hack. Time <laughs> 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 to go with a professional. So. Love you, Johnny. Yeah, I love you, Johnny. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> he knows. He knows, right? He knows. <laughs> Your hi hat's gonna get kicked over next show accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's done it before. It's <laughs> awesome. Well, I think I think now is as good a time as any to take our first little musical break. You guys got a song you'd like to hear? Yeah, actually. Um, we would like to do... Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of a band out of Winnipeg called High Five Drive. Yeah, no, Maybe. no. High Five Drive? Yeah, High Five Drive. And uh, a song called As This Body Betrays Me. We toured with them back in the day, and... Uh, I hung out with them a lot when I lived in Winnipeg, too. They're awesome dudes. Uh, they're no longer a band anymore, but they kind of have another band that they got together. But this song just reminds us of back in the day. So, yeah. All right, here I we go. Squad, betrays me. High five, drive. Can I still bring myself to say? 
was a hell of a song probably the best song i've ever heard that joke never gets old to ozone. <laughs> what a shame i love the part where they're all like what? <laughs> so sick. Well, getting back to your album looking up is the name which is it's just kind of clever you know upside down man looking up i see what you're doing Actually, I think I accidentally wrote looking down on something I put the other day. I got to fix that. <laughs> My bad. Oh, <laughs> but uh, you guys got your, I think is the first of hopefully many reviews that came in the other day. And I assume you guys all got a chance to read it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's uh, devoid of obscure vocabulary. Lyrics <laughs> <laughs> devoid of obscure vocabulary. So I think that means it makes sense. <laughs> like I, that's, uh, that's my favorite review I've ever written, read so far. Of some of our work, the only one. It was a good review. It was, yeah, it was a good, good review. review. Yeah, we just laughed at a couple of parts because that's what we do. Yeah, <laughs> it's too metal. Not really his thing, but really good. <laughs> at least he's honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically, sure. how he described it is pop punk with a metal backbone, you know. And I think that's pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah. You guys got a approachable sound, but also got you got riffs. We'll scare your parents, but we'll lure in your kids. <laughs> Talked about this. Talked about this, Josh. Offline. Enough with the luring the kids. <laughs> Not grooming on this. You show. know what I meant. Not like that. Listen, you're gonna get us on watch list with your reaction. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I guess let's uh, let's go through the through the lineup here and. Uh, like, what are your, some of your guys' top influences when you when you, 
not necessarily influences in just the music you enjoy, but when you were specifically thinking of making Upside Down Man, like what bands were you were you drawing off of, Brooke? Uh, I think the first like I mean, the first band that kind of got me into like even rock like rock music like got me off of listening to like MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice in the like early nineties. Was like I had a buddy who got me into Metallica and I he showed me the Black album when it came out and then I started going back through the the discography and I was like it just gets better and better and that was sort of like an inspiration on like the metal side of things and then I remember like like obviously like Green Day Dookie and like Offspring Smash back oh, in the nineties like that those are the albums that made me want to like pick up a guitar oh, like I started playing drums first and then and then I heard yeah like Dookie and and Smash and I was like I want to play guitar now and that, those are like sort of influences and then like Weezer Blue Album like a lot of like their 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 melodies like everything from like Blue Album and Pinkerton was sort of like inspiration for some like vocal melodies and things like that but yeah i'll go with that good answer yeah it's accurate <laughs> uh yeah i mean metallica of course um um strung out i think would be a big one um just in the fusion of the metal the skate punk you know but yeah i mean we all listen to a lot of different kinds of music you know mm-hmm. so like yeah. and I think we all somewhat kind of bring it to the band in a way. Yeah. Um, when I first met uh, uh, Josh, he was uh, just metal. You were just listening to metal. That's the totally. only thing he listened to in his truck whenever I got in. Yeah. Heavy, double heavy bass drum and screaming. Fast, aggressive shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like, though. I still do. Such a joyful yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, you're, just, you're, like, <laughs> you're alone. It's <laughs> calm down a little bit, but... But, uh, but yeah, the Green Day, of course, you know, the early stuff, face to face. Honestly, I'm just really enjoying like all the kind of stuff I'm listening to now is like uh, new Canadian, mostly you know, punk rock that you guys are putting out, trying to like, you know, get to know the new local stuff. And a lot of it's really good. Yeah. When you can, you've been detached from the scene for so long. It's easy to forget that there's actually really good local music out there and like independent bands putting out good stuff. And there's really been a lot of it lately that we found, I think, and probably John's inspiration for the next album. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, I think we've talked about this before when we were drunk, but I don't know if you remember meeting me years and years ago when your band opened for uh, the, or, uh, you were in the intended, and I guess it would have been all you guys, opening up for uh, the St. Catharines band from. From Montreal, you remember that at the yeah, that was our uh, that was an EP release party with uh, the St. Catharines, the Martyr Index. Oh, uh, Mad Cowboys. Oh, that was at All Ages show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember oh, I used those... to have to run upstairs to get drunk. Like the <laughs> reason why I'm bringing this up, there's a point to it, <laughs> is that when you mentioned Strung Out was a big influence, you told me that night that someone was was telling you after they watched your set, they're like, oh, did you listen to the new Strung Out album? And you're like, oh, yeah, I did. And they're like, I know. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Stuck with me, like, I don't know when that would have been, fucking 2009 or 2008. But <laughs> I just remember that. I know. You're just... <laughs> you, took, you, took, you were a good sport about it, but... <laughs> uh, well, I mean, what are you going to say, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't think you guys were a rip off of Strung Out or anything, but 
<laughs> Definitely influenced. But... but it's been said. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many fucking chords on a guitar, you know. And True. Especially with punk rock. <laughs> that's that's what Strung Out is known for: guitar chords. Guitar <laughs> <laughs> something. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I can't do it. Whatever they're doing. <laughs> okay, sorry, Matt. What are, what are your influences? Yes. Your musical influences. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, I think, I mean, I, I would just say, like, before I say influences, as a band, I think when we all got together, we all kind of wanted to play, like, you know, I guess aggressive music, but also melodic. And, like, so yeah, kind of bringing that Metallica Green Day sound, kind of meshing it together. Also, listen to, like, a lot of Thrice, I guess, back in the day. Is yeah. it kind of an influence, I would say? And then, uh, yeah, obviously, I got into metal a little later, but then. Yeah, like I know Josh would play a lot of Pantera. We used to jam Pantera back in the day too. Right, yeah. And uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, yeah, we listened. I listened to a ton of music. So, but I would say like Strung Out Thrice, Pennywise for sure. Like Unknown Road was a huge album for me. Uh, kind of got me into punk rock music. Um, yeah, Face to Face. Yeah, Josh. Oh, oh we're doing this still. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Like back in the day, as the guy said, like I mean, I started off my. I mean, my youth listened to a lot of, like, a, you know, grunge. I was a huge Nirvana fan growing up and stuff like that. So, like, the Seattle scene was big for me. And then it kind of led into some heavier stuff when my brother's friend came over one day. And we listened to Seasons in the Abyss by Slayer and Great Southern Trend Kill by Pantera. And I was like, holy smokes, my world is so small. Look <laughs> at all this stuff. And so I kind of got into the heavy stuff from there to seeing the technical prowess of all the, the drummers and stuff like that. And then slowly kind of merged with things like bands like Tool and right and getting into older stuff like rush and getting into crazy rhythms and stuff like that but then a friend of mine brought me to um a show at the at the warehouse in calgary and we saw uh good riddance with choke and it was fucking awesome yeah. that that was like and i hadn't seen anything like that these guys being you know choke being from edmonton and just playing such different shit that i had been used to and that kind of you know led to stuff like you know started listening to bad, like death by stereo you know a little bit of a heavier influence with punk music and stuff like that and things like strung out and you know bands like that and then hearing some like mill and colin and blink 182 and obviously things like you know green day when we were growing up like there was still that little bit of a punk mix in there that i kind of started seeing later on and enjoyed the the mix of high you know high speed fast paced music with like you know melodies and harmonies and i also spent like the last 10 years raving with my wife so i'm kind of all over the map <laughs> but uh yeah and here we are now so did you, you guys did you guys play in any metal bands as well? Um, geez, not really. No, no. Just hanging out with friends, just jamming on stuff that we like to play. Really, just hey, can you guys play Slayer? Yeah, I can play the whole fucking album. You're like, oh, yeah, let's do it. And then your friends play some music at a house party. Everyone's like, well, it's sick. You guys in a band? You're like, no. I don't know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just get a guitar. So, but uh, yeah, no, these guys were like the first serious band I ever really joined. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only band I've played in since I was 19. So we're fucking loyal. Same for me. I don't cheat on these guys. No, <laughs> man. It's always has been, always will be. Don't tell my other band <laughs> or those other bands. <laughs> all those, all those boys that come calling. Awesome. Cool. Ozone, you got anything to add to that? Not really. 
<laughs> trying to include him, bash. and then he's just, oh, not much. Oh, big he's always he's doing his thing. He's down there, smiling away, in <laughs> his best self. Well, I mean, all the all the bands you guys mentioned make sense, right? Like they all had a baby and made up for that man. They passed the test, guys. They bought it. <laughs> <laughs> they bought our rock intro story. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> that was all written by ChatGPT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to ask. Can't escape the goddamn AI. You just it. wait for the pressure cooker. Where do you think it came from? Quickly, somebody get ChatGPT lined up here. The AI off. Not even going to need podcast hosts anymore. It's fucking robots and AI. <laughs> Looks like those clowns in Congress are at it again. What a bunch of clowns. <laughs> this thing's so current. <laughs> Sorry, I had to drop a Simpsons quote. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Tyler, he's still probably thinking about his Simpsons quote. <laughs> I know. He's just kicking himself. Dude, I listened all afternoon. I had to turn it off and on a couple times while I was coming in and out of the house. And I was like, waiting. And I was like, all you have to say is a Simpsons quote, Tyler. Just one. It doesn't have to be your favorite. Anyway, I'm calling you out, Tyler. You well, should, uh, what's let, what's oh. yours? Now that the what? It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> monkey, <laughs> it's just a quote. Seriously, <laughs> I hope that wasn't a pressure cooker question. Oh, Steve's doing it anyways. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look at them. AI did it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> robots. My favorite place in Montreal. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So, I uh, generally hate this question, but I'm going to ask it just because I'm curious. So is your name after, I, I got to admit, I'm not a huge comic book nerd. Sorry, Steve. I don't know a lot, but quick Google search says that Upside Down Man is a major no. DC villain. Or is no. it a Stranger I, Things I, thing? No, man. I first learned about this Upside Down Man guy like <laughs> a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a thing. No, yeah. and, and, and I believe he's upside. Oh no, he's one word upside down, and then man. So he's upside down, man. Upside down, man. Upside down. Man. <laughs> Why don't you tell the origin story of where you guys heard of upside down man the first first time? First this is where how this is how ridiculous we are. It's not very interesting. No, it's not. <laughs> this is just how ridiculous it is. It's like a. It was like a. You know, like remember like the old late night with Conan O'Brien, like way back in late nineties. In the in the nineties. I, I think he had like a they'd always have like these weird mascots in their show. And then one one night I think they did a show where there was like a tournament tournament of death with all the mascots, and then one was like upside down man. He was like <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he had he, he had stood no chance against the against masturbating bear. Exactly. Yeah, and then he chose no weapon. I don't know. I always found that hilarious. Just, and that's yeah, that's just, just dumb joke. Just right? always stuck. Yeah, it always stuck with us. And that that first show we played, we were like, we got to pick a name. Well, yeah. and we had a couple references. So we had a couple yeah. song references already. Upside Down Man chooses yeah. no weapon at the time. We had a song called Upside Down Man hates emo. So we're just like, well, let's be Upside Down Man because we do. We do hate emo, don't we? Yeah, so that's, that's us. Hard. Yeah, yeah. at the time, you know, and even still. Oh, now they're going to hate us. Well, no, 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 but I'm not calling anyone oh, no. specifically. <laughs> I don't think the era can come back and bite us. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of emo. No, but that came, that title wasn't so much about the music as it was, like, 
back in those days, we had to play with a lot of emo bands and like we would follow them and we'd play and they would just like stand there with their arms crossed looking at us like they're sad, you know, so giving sad. us nothing. So we kind of, yeah, so that's where that came from. Yeah. Uh, see my dog a, like in the, in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Sign that. Just giving her. <laughs> Good boy. Good dog. <laughs> so, so how active were you guys back in the mid two thousands then? Yeah. You were pretty active. Um, well, we were really active when we were uh, <laughs> being tended before we got Josh. Uh, we toured Canada. We played lots of shows around Alberta and, and Calgary, and then. Uh, then when we got Josh on board, we played a whole bunch of shows as well, uh, in a pretty short amount of time, and, and then uh, mostly locally in yeah. Calgary, I think. We yeah. didn't do too many outside, but there was a lot. There were a lot more venues, I think. Yeah. Back in the day. Gotcha. Oh, there were so many venues back in the day. Can't, can't believe it. The distillery, the underground, the castle. Those are all like gone. Oh, the gateway. We played the gateway. Point on seventeenth. Point. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we were playing at least once a week. Yeah, man. And and it was a place, and yeah. it, it wasn't always the same. It wasn't place. the same bar. You know, it wasn't yeah. just Burns or just here. It was like yeah. there was yeah. venues all over Calgary. We played them two, three times a month. We play, and it'd always be somewhere different. And sometimes really good, like not even sometimes, like yeah. quite often good turnouts. So like that. What was yeah. that other one at the, the hotel we got banned at for shooting fireworks in the? Well, that was Stetson. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. Stetson. Stetson. But no, we fired fireworks in the parking lot. So many bars have we fired off fireworks in the parking lot. Stetson, we did that too. Don't. I hope nobody's listening. That they put us. That was then. This is now. We lost as old men. Okay, back then we were stupid. We still are, but we were really stupid then. Well, that was so come to its fire festival. We'll blast fireworks off the crowd. Everybody loves that. <laughs> well that was going to be my next question is like what is the uh the biggest difference you guys found from playing shows back then to when you when you came back and now you're trying to get back into it like what's even just the music business in general i hate to say business and punk rock but you know what i mean like the the whole thing putting your music out and then getting out there and playing it's easier for sure now like to just to get out there and get your music out. like we're, we didn't, there wasn't spotify back then there was MySpace. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, we had a MySpace page, I think. That's how we would share our music. <laughs> and it had lots of plays on it, and then they wiped that out, and then we were wiped out, effectively. But no, now I find it's, just, it's like, like where are the young people? Brooke asked that once, and I looked around, and I looked at all of us, and I looked at all of our friends, and everybody playing advances, the same dudes doing it for 20 years, it feels like. But then I see them out there, I see it, I see the scene, and they're out there, giving her. Just got to find a way to attract I don't want to say it. You know what? I don't want to say it. <laughs> you guys are going to me into whatever you're trying to make me look like here. <laughs> I'm being railroaded. <laughs> Just to get, you know, like it seems like there's an active scene out there, but it's harder with like less venues, we'll say, right? It's yeah, uh, yeah. You don't want to play the same spot all the time. You don't want to just oh. go play burns every day. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 It's easier to get your but, music out there, but it's harder to get shows. Like, yeah. Yeah. Good, good shows with good turnouts. Yeah. Yeah, but that seems to be turning around. I think we're gonna have some pretty good shows coming up here, and yeah, good, good promoters help, right? You know, having you guys on our side is helpful. You're uh, pretty active on the, the socials and stuff like that, which is good. You know, having guys like Robin Marone help us out. That's always always good with you know people who are actively working to try and keep the scene going, and we appreciate those people. Yeah, because without that man, oh man, we'd just be playing for us still <laughs> after all these years. That's why you book as many bands on the show as possible. So at least there's 
going to be 20 people there, but they're all in the band. <laughs> That's fine. That yeah. is totally fine. Those guys are enthusiastic and they like what they do. So, yeah, play for just bands. <laughs> I prefer if that other people came too, but hey, <laughs> think what we can get for now. It's pre- It's been pretty good. You just got to pick and choose, like you guys said. You can't. I think the days of doing what you guys did when you were younger, the couple times a week in Calgary, that's probably, for a number of reasons, is probably over. But I think as far as getting people out, I think if you play too much, like we found ourselves doing that before. We wanted to play as much as we could before we went to Costa Rica. And it was like, by the end, we played Red Deer, you know, three times in three months. But the third time, people are like, yeah, we've seen it. Like, we don't need to come out. Yeah, exactly. Had well, some great shows leading up to it, but. There used to be a more active scene, though. I felt like you'd go out and there'd just be people there just because they knew there was live music. And I, I mean, like I said, I know that exists. I know that still exists. I see it with um, some of my friends' kids are like in their 20s with a band, with some bands in there. It always looks like it's like pumping at the same venues we play. They're like, huh, look at how many people fit in there. That's amazing. So good for them and good on them. We'll just uh, wait until they're big and then we'll slide in and open for them. <laughs> I do think the the whole environment has changed, right? Like, yeah, you don't just see a poster on a wall anymore and say like, oh, I'm going to go check it out. I think people still do, but it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, we played Innisfail, right? Like, and we had random people walk in and say, oh, I saw your poster at the liquor store. I thought I'd come check out some live music in Innisfail, right? Like, so it's like, still like getting out there postering the streets you're going to get people that actually care and want to see music they don't just want to go hang out with their friends and get loaded right like so and i think switching everything onto social media and just making a facebook event and saying oh yeah i promoted this show hard i sent it facebook like the 30 people no one gives a shit right like i think i think it's hard too like you say is that it goes on onto socials and then everybody's just flooded with that information and it kind of just like hits their eyeballs and bounces off as where if they see a poster at a liquor store, they're like, fuck, is the punk show coming? They don't use social media or they don't, you know, they're not in those circles or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I've had friends come to shows um, uh, when we were, well, they were going to come when we did our tour last year with you guys and uh, let's go. Uh, we had, like, I had some friends that I seen their posters in the same venues in like Nelson and in Revelstoke. And they're like, oh, we saw you guys up there. We were, we were going to come, but we were gone the night before or whatever. And that sparked conversation between, you know, a couple different artists that were like oh you guys are playing here and there and there and so are we doing you know different stuff totally but it's uh it got us talking to each other at least saying okay well hey i know you're doing this why don't you know here's next time we come and there's there's another body attending another ticket sold and you know from different spots and just like the same old 40 year old punk rock community the old punk rock retirement home (laughs) and i think with people our age you know like if you have a family you only get so many nights that you can go out, you know, so like without feeling like a deadbeat, you know, just ditching your family or whatever. But so it's like, yeah. you can't go to all, there's lots of shows I'd love to go, but it just doesn't, I just can't go to all. I have to pick and choose when I'm going to, you know, ditch the fam. Yeah. So totally understand that. And Josh, do you ever get when you like, I don't know if upside down man's had the chance. I'm sure it's coming, but you know, when you open for a big band and then some people you've never seen before come up, Oh, you guys are great. Where are you from? And you know, for you, I'm, we're in Calgary. You're like, oh, I didn't know you guys were in. And you're like, oh, sweet. You should see this person at our shows. Never see him again. Like, yeah, <laughs> I've, that's I'm happened to me probably 500 times. It's like, yeah, fuck. I never knew there was skate punk and Red Deer. We'll be there at every show for sure. And it's like, never see them again. It's like, they were just a figment <laughs> of my imagination. I must have did mushrooms that night or something. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had, we played a show at the Gateway recently for the, the, the closing down party when 
they were, you know, they're, they're demoing the building and we got invited to play along with a bunch of alumni that, that came out and we rolled up and, you know, we thought it was just going to be us and we're used to kind of playing there from back in the day. And then uh, we walked in the doors and it was just like, it was just packed with people who would not normally come see an Upside Down Man show. And, you know, everybody played their top 40 kind of like reliving their college glory days with some of these songs. And we're like, oh shit, like we're up last, hey? Okay, well, there's like, like I said, there's gonna have been 300, 400 yeah. people there. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was it was packed. So we hit up on stage and they said, it was like now for something completely different. And we play our set. And everybody's like, holy shit. And you get these people come up to us afterwards and just like, hey, great show. You guys are awesome. Oh, that man. was great. Yeah. And I'm like, thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. You know, here's where we are playing. And, you know, keep in touch and look at our Instagram and look at this. That's how you can follow us. And they're like, no, but seriously, man, that was awesome. You guys are the best ever. You're like, okay, thanks. Like, come to a show. They're like, man, seriously, I didn't even know you guys were a thing. Where have you been? And they go crazy. I haven't seen this. Right? <laughs> and then you look out the crowd and it's like, oh, it's you and so it's right kids this is robbie this is john you're like hey guys <laughs> where's that other person and it, it, it does it happens very frequently so people like it but i mean they're being pulled for time the same as we are right <clears throat> commitments and work and family so i tell people i'm going to shows all the time and then you can't make it Ozone so. tells people he'll drum in their bands all the time and then doesn't make it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I actually have to do it? <laughs> it sounded great in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you drumming for, Ozone? No one. No one? <laughs> no. <laughs> in reality, yeah, absolutely no one, man. <laughs> he loves the oh, idea of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, wants, he wants to be in love, but he doesn't want to put in the work. <laughs> well, it's easy to say yes, right? <laughs> The uh, idea of it sounds awesome. But... Oh, man. In the last case, it was a death in the family, and I couldn't. So I'm not. Can't. Uh... I didn't bail on that one. I wanted to, but. What needs to go into the details? <laughs> um, sorry for your loss, but uh, that's, that's a great story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dist, distant family, but I still got to go. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> All right, on that note, whew, didn't mean to sue you there, Ozone, but it's pretty hilarious. Let's roll into one more uh, musical interlude. So, what do you, else do you guys want to hear? Uh, we can do some short straps. Uh, yeah. Take this job. Take this job. You don't see, you don't bleed, you don't mean anything to me. You don't feel, you don't breathe, you don't mean anything.
don't believe You don't mean anything to me You don't feel, you don't breathe You don't mean anything You don't mean anything You don't mean anything to me Man, I loved everything about that song except for the bass. <laughs> that's a throwback. <laughs> that's, our, that's a little treat for anybody that's been listening since episode 007, at least. But uh, yeah, I think it's time to turn the reins over to Big O here. Um, why, oh. don't you, why don't you mm. uh, introduce the theme song and uh, do your thing? Well, here's Tyler and the Tigers. Now. So it starts when you answer the first question. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What is the capital of France? Paris. How many kilometers do cyclists ride in the Tour de France this year? I don't care, man. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the best strung out song? Um, uh, Virginia Madison. Largest planet in the solar system. Oh, that is uh, Jupiter. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. What year did the Titanic sink? 1913. What's the term for something that's flipped vertically? Upside down. Oh, fav- <laughs> favorite local band that everyone should listen to? Uh, Shrek. Uh, best candy? Uh, um, probably bridge mixture. <laughs> what's the what's the chemical symbol for gold? Uh, pass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, largest ocean on Earth? I think we asked this one before. Uh, the Pacific. Boxers or briefs? Uh, briefs. 
Your buzzer sounds old. <laughs> get that thing adjusted. Do we do we need to revisit anything? Did he get anything wrong? Yeah, a couple of <laughs> ass ones, I'd say. Uh, not really. Or Titanic, I think, right? Oh, really? Is that 1912? 1911. Oh, Hey, that reminds me of a joke I heard the other day. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ah. Ah, who? Werewolves of London. (laughs) 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 Oh, you found the perfect audience. eh? (laughs) These guys will laugh at anything. (laughs) I told my wife and she didn't get it. I had to like show her the song. Oh, okay, that song. I'm like, you know, kid, we're in a shitty version of it. (laughs) Awesome. Anything else you need to make fun of them for? What about the. Whatever tour de force or whatever the hell you said. <laughs> yeah, how long is that? The bike ride. Thirty six hundred k. Holy holy shit! I was gonna say two hundred and seventy. Right. Be like, oh, that's it's like it's like two hundred a day. That's until fucking July twenty. Awesome. It just just started, is why I asked. So. Oh, no one cares. He's right. No one cares about <laughs> that at all. Sorry, you might. That's so one. I do. I've Obviously watched all three so far. I like. Uh, How long did it like, take you to watch it? You just have to turn on, turn it on. I just day. watch the last hour every day. I don't care about the first four hours. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a good method of watching the Tour de France. Yeah. Who cares about most of it? We'll just watch the end. Is it over? Perfect. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what do they talk about the whole time? Like the play by play and the Look at his ass. They sad. have like micro micro competitions, like the sprinters jersey. They have sprints at the start to get, and then the climber jersey and stuff and then basically it's just commercial for france for the first four hours oh oh yeah that sounds terrible yeah we're a france friendly show man come on grow up france oh i'm 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 uh i'm friends with france those guys riot over anything i love that <laughs> i love that <laughs> We should do that more here. Like we get all sorts of like rights and freedoms like kind of taken away. We get overtaxed, overworked, and it's like in France it'd be like you know no cigarettes for children under six. They're like burn the place down. <laughs> I love that. They get what they want. They do. <laughs> Someone's got to stand up for those chain smoking. Toddlers. Sorry, little Sylvie, there is no cigarettes for you, but we will strike. <laughs> My children, they need wine. <laughs> See, that's a good Simpsons show right there. <laughs> I was thinking that one. <laughs> oh. Itchy and scratchy land, Europe or whatever. <laughs> Hello, my children. They need open for business. <laughs> See, Tyler, they're all sitting right there, plum for the taking. Yeah. You blew it. Yeah. <laughs> Just for a reason, France. <laughs> Look at you. Look what you did, Ozo. Look what you did. <laughs> and, uh, if you guys listened to episode five, I believe that was the, Ra- the Raimi one, and I asked him about how fat Mike's French was on uh, Champs-Élysées, 
I'm like, is that bad French? He's like, really? <laughs> really bad French. That's <laughs> 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 so good. He's like, oh. I think the only thing he says that makes sense is Shams Elise. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not going to try to sing French on any of our... Oh, no, we did. Fuck, I just... Yeah, you already... Our last song, we sung a couple of French things. I don't know if we did it properly. Bon journée. Well, no, you guys are all about spreading, like, false facts, right? Like, Donovan Bailey, he's from fucking Kenora or whatever. <laughs> that wasn't us. I corrected that. <laughs> Your show said it, though. <laughs> and now that's what I've been saying to everybody since then. <laughs> hey, so, I disputed I that. On, on the air, I disputed that immediately. I'm like, he is not from Kenora. <laughs> People don't. People don't remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> they Can't put the genie back so in the bottle. It's already out there. <laughs> the legend of Kenora was born that day. <laughs> he did. He did yeah. send me a picture though. And there is a guy named Mike Smith. He was like a decathlete. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> you guys said it. It was on your show. Of course, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> We're modern day Joe Rogan's. I guess he's also modern oh. day, but. <laughs> well, I believe as much stuff about from Joe Rogan show as I do from your show. <laughs> yeah. But I have I have way more respect for you two. <laughs> well, we I got the same mic as him. That's about the only thing that's comparable at this point. <clears throat> Maybe viewership too. It's close. <laughs> and how much money I make from Spotify every year. <laughs> you guys want to do some DMT? Just do more DMT and smoke more weed with Elon Musk and yourself. <laughs> That's the extent I know about Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, aside from uh, this uh, Inspire, Inspire Fest or Aspire Fest? Inspire. Inspire. You have to say it with a French, French accent. Inspire Fest. Is that French? That didn't sound French at all, man. I don't know what that was. Uh, Inspire. No. <laughs> I know it sounds it sounds uplifting though, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like a good time? I've never been. I'm just like, you know, making stuff up about how great it's gonna be. We're gonna be there though, so you know it's gonna be great. No, it, it's gonna be awesome. There's a roller rink that they're just giving away free roller skates for rent for for kids and everybody to come and roller skate their hearts out while they're this whole podcast is just fake news at this point. Like, who knows? If, like, yeah, sure, there's a roller rink, Josh. No, one, no one's... Hey, well, all those people who said they would be there, they'll tell you. Elvis Stoico is going to be doing the lessons, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, no time to <laughs> no, There's all sorts of fun stuff to do. It'll be a great time. We go late and nobody cares what we do out there. We can be nice and loud because it's on a farm, but it's in the city. Isn't that crazy? That's very confusing. My friend owns the place. It's uh, they like make soil and compost, and they have a garden. And they do like community farming and things like that. But I make, uh, I make compost. So, like party. Giant poops. Same thing. I'm sure. I'm sure it's the exact same thing. <laughs> tell them, probably, like, come tell them to come pick up their order. I got a fresh batch. <laughs> <laughs> you got the good stuff, eh? Yeah. Fresh from the tap. <laughs> Central Alberta. <laughs> It was good red news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to evolve there at some point, I guess. <laughs> this is officially gone off the rails, yeah. as it as it usually does. It wouldn't be denim radio if it didn't. But uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, you, you got any uh, non Tour de France questions? That we, or just avoid France altogether. It gets Josh riled up. <laughs> 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 oh, 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 oh. 
Should he like Beauty and the Beast? Um, the uh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Aside from Inspire Fest, anything else lined up? Uh, nothing that's announced, but yes. Yeah, we can't tell you. <laughs> we don't have anything, do we? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we're just trying to sound pretty, pretty booked and busy. No, we got some stuff we're talking about. But we don't want to, you know, say too much too soon. It's, you know, that's always a bad idea. Everybody makes plans, says they're going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and then who knows, they might not even show up. So if you don't tell them when it is or where it is, then they can't not show up. That's amazing marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Say nothing about your band and, you know, you can't, you can't get your feelers hurt. Don't even put oh. out music. That's why it takes you 16 years. I thought fucking, fucking short straps took forever to put on an album. You guys just... Made them look like bitches with your 17 year. I know. I mean, okay. <laughs> That's fair. But we also did just say, like, when we started talking to you guys, we were only a little bit late because we had some scheduling issues with Casey. Like, when we said we were going to, like, put together an album, we did that, like, pretty goddamn quick, I'd have to say. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it was it was songs in, like, every week Brooke was pumping out another song. Learn this. Play this. Faster. <laughs> better. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then even on like the week before we go into the studio we said got another one and it's just like so we just kept pumping it out so i mean short straps can't do that <laughs> shots <fired. laughs> i mean no i can they give them 16 more they years can. and I they will fucking 100 percent do that <laughs> a year we'll have one more song a new single from short straps <laughs> A split EP in the future. <laughs> yeah, the first half of the song, <laughs> and then the second half. Six of the song. upside down man songs, one short show. Split. We'll challenge them. Half of writer. half of a song on each half for them. <laughs> couldn't couldn't <laughs> yeah. get two songs. Just split one in half. Yeah. <laughs> we love you guys. So, yeah, no, we do. I enjoy their company and also their music. But I mean, yeah, just saying. Well, we took a bit of a break, and then it just went like, pachoo. So. Maybe that's what we needed. Time off from each other. <laughs> you to go find yourself. You went to yeah, they all India for a few years. Went to Nepal, climbed some mountains. Now you yeah. finally finally know the real Josh, you know? Now you can play the drums again. Barely. <laughs> It'll do. Thank God for Pro Tools, eh? Superior right. drummer. <laughs> yeah. That's me. <laughs> as soon as we close the door, Casey's just right back in the studio doing everything himself. It's like, oh, God, these guys again. Yeah. No, he, he's, he's awesome. I asked him to do that once, and he said, no. Can you just play it, man? You can play it better. Like, no. <laughs> well, I mean, that's good. It's probably better in the end, right? Well, no. It's way worse. <laughs> way, way worse. But better. Yeah, not even, not even close. <laughs> I take that back. I remember I pre- I, yeah. the first time we ever went in there, we were so woefully unprepared. It was embarrassing looking back how we were not prepared at all. And I just remember like you were struggling to play some drum part and he just like took the drums for, or took the sticks from me. He's like, just do this. And he's like, it's easy. You're just like, it's not easy. Casey. <laughs> but I got to do it to a click and also record it, make it sound good. It's easy when you're just like, geez, just like this. But it's then- an insane le- learning experience for you. Cause now you've been, Overprepared every time you. Yeah, it was four four albums later and ten years later. I went back in and I was like, "Man, there's this part I want to play, but I don't think it's humanly possible." And I showed him. I was like, "Yeah, sure it is." Just immediately sat down. I was like, "Sixteenths on the hi hat," and even Sean, who programmed the drum part, was just like, "Whoa." Okay, well, I was like, 
Love you, Casey. All Casey. We'll have to get you on the show someday if you'll talk to us again. <laughs> if you're not sick of us, all of us. <laughs> he's listening right now. He's shaking his head back and forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have a reputation. Something tells me the the last thing he does is go looking for podcasts of our voices, any of ours. <laughs> like, I've gotten got enough of you guys. Fucking 10 days a year. Well, that's, usually for him to have to endure that, we have to pay him yeah. the daily pay. Right? And then he's like, I'll, I can handle this right now. The dollars per hour, I'll sit there and listen to this shit. <laughs> After that, it's time to go. 10 days are up. Bye-bye. <laughs> I think we talked about this, but I couldn't remember the name. But... I don't know. We're kind of a gassy band. It's not. It's no secret. <laughs> he doesn't really say anything. Two thirds. Yeah, we're making all these fart jokes, and then all of a sudden he just turns around. You guys should be called trashed flatulence, <laughs> and then turns back around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah, I like that. I don't know if we need to advertise that we fart a lot, but <laughs> the options there if we need it. <laughs> kind of a well-known fact. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that's a good time to start wrapping this up. So, <laughs> go out with a with a with a farty bang here. Um, yeah, where can uh, I know you mentioned it earlier, but one more time, where can where can everybody find your your music and your socials? Uh, well, we're on Spotify, of course, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all the places. High and Denim Records. High and Denim Yeah. Oh. Else? Other places, I'm sure. YouTube. YouTube, YouTube, Amazon, Apple Music, Apple. Apple. Holy smokes, we keep going. I bet you there's others. X videos. (laughs) (laughs) That's just Steve, though. (laughs) (laughs) One Steve. Anywhere you find music nowadays is where you'll find us, I suppose. You will not find us hanging around where we shouldn't be. And you all know where that is. <laughs> we won't be there, I swear. <laughs> we'll be here. Doing what we do. Making music. Legally. Legally above yes. board. Abiding by the rules. <laughs> Distance. All the things. <laughs> well, I know uh, we can't we can't announce it, but I know we will be crossing paths again here by the by the end of the summer, so I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, folks, don't make sure you're you're following them on all the socials, and uh, don't miss out on a show because they 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 got riffs. It's, it's no secret now. Paul Silver from uh, Jersey Beats, let the cat out of the bag. They got riffs. <laughs> if you guys got anything to add, if not, let's we're gonna wrap this up, and uh, I guess you can play one last song. I've said enough. <laughs> yes, you definitely said enough. There's an amber alert going off now. What the fuck? <laughs> well, somebody had. Yeah, we should have more stuff to plug, but it's stuff that hasn't been announced yet, so stay tuned. Yeah. Right on. What do you want to hear? It's another Joe. Um, eat at Bernie's. Ooh. Not a bad little tune. Not a bad little tune at all. All right, boys. Well, thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Yeah, yeah appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Hell yeah. I'll get this mix and set out on the world as soon as possible. But uh, yeah, appreciate you guys coming on and best of luck with all your uh, upcoming shows and all your other adventures. I'm sure we'll be involved, hopefully, one way or another. But <laughs> we got plans. Excited. We're excited for what the future holds. Hell yeah, See boys. You guys.
in All real right. life. <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> you guys have a great one. You too. See ya. See you Later. Au revoir. Something's left and wants to be and shoots around and says I'm free, creeps me up inside and sound Just as dirty as a hound, I don't even really care Shoot shit and ready share a fair mind or at the sky You take a peek and then you die So another successful interview. My computer didn't die, knock on wood. Caribbean. <laughs> but yeah, so there you, there you guys have it. That was Upside Down Man in all their glory. It was uh, definitely nice to touch base with those guys. I know they're super stoked, as they should be, on their new record. Um, looking down, not looking up. Oh, no, it's looking up, not looking down. <laughs> Fuck, no, I confused myself, sucked myself out. Pessimism you know, at wh- its finest, eh? <laughs> so... So I, if you don't know me, folks at home, I used to, I was a, one of the founding members of a, of a zine in Red Deer, kind of like right around the COVID times when everybody had lots of time to contribute to a zine and it's called Brutal Reality Digest. It's still out there. So go give them a fall. They don't do it. They don't do the print anymore, but they still, they still do it online. But uh, at one point in time, there's a, a, I interviewed a band and I believe now I'm going to get it wrong. I believe they're called On My Side. And I fucking wrote a whole article on him, interviewed him, and I fucking put on your side. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I can't remember. I might be having it backwards again because now I'm in my own head. But put it out to print, fucking like mailed it to them, and fucking did a podcast interview. Fucking fucked up their band name. So <laughs> luckily they were good sports about it, and I was able to. I think I only printed like eighty or something. I was like, it was lucky because the guy. The printer was like, he didn't have staples or something, so I only printed like a portion of the order. So I was able to correct it on there and fix it all online, but it was kind of funny that, not funny, I was kind of mortified that I fucked that up, but it's, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm still up to my same bullshit. (laughs) After all these years, I still can't fucking get shit straight, but you know what? I don't need to, because you can just go to highendenimrecords.com and find out for yourself. Pick up that album. You won't regret it. If they ever make a deluxe edition, I know what the album's going to be called, though. Because <laughs> now I don't remember what it actually is. It's looking up. Looking up. Not looking down. 
All right. That's all I got to, to add to this uh, circus. It's a pretty ridiculous episode, as it usually is. We seem to be... We kind of have a thing where everything's ridiculous, so... I'm all right with it. At least our friends say it's funny. I don't know if anybody else <laughs> thinks it's funny, but... <laughs> You got anything else to add before we wrap this up? I don't, actually. Believe it or not, no. <laughs> That's very, very off character. Not like yeah. you at all. <laughs> Just want to say, yeah, thanks everybody that tunes in every week or two weeks whenever I get around to putting an episode out, as long as I don't fuck up the audio like I normally do. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for checking everything out. Thanks for supporting the bands. I mean, we're seeing some significant growth within the label so uh and not just in <laughs> someone's pants but <laughs> never <laughs> yeah so we, we're very grateful for everyone that checks out our shit and uh purchases shit from the bands gives it a stream every uh podcast cur- or uh playlist curator that throws our bands on it like it's all it all helps and we're definitely seeing the the fruits of our labor here. So we're, we're definitely stoked at what the, what the future holds. Lots of cool conversations happening. We'll see what, what we can pull off here in the future. But uh, yeah, I think we're uh, just going to play one last song and call it another week. So how did we get a hold of this out? It's actually a double it album. It's a double this? album. I remember uh, <laughs> bits and pieces of it, but anyways, when we met our buddy Diego in Costa Rica, he had uh, this album, and he said, oh, I have this CD. You guys should have this album, Rules. It's a band from Mexico, I believe. Um, so that's how we got the album. I almost announced the song, even though it was your pick. But, yeah, Diego, Punk Rock Mag, gave it to us when we were down there visiting him, and the album rips. Oh, yeah, so we're going to listen to song number five on... Which one is this? This is number two or number one? The second album, I think. The Shadow... Shadow of the Colossus, the Titan. And there's also Shadow of the Colossus, the Knight. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this has a, a guest singer on it, correct? It does. Might sound familiar. Yeah, we, we won't name names. Yeah, we will. <laughs> it's old Emily Plamondon. She's helped us out in the past, so she keeps popping up. She's, she's, she's in demand. People want to hear her voice. So, yeah, we're going to listen to this song called... Oh, fuck Harakiri? Harakiri? How do you pronounce it? I'm asking the wrong guy. Harakiri, we're going to go with. It's probably wrong. Harry Carey? I like that one. <laughs> hey, hey, what about this? We're going to listen to this song now. Comes when. All right, it's, this has been Josh. And Ozone. And we will catch you again on the next episode of Denim Radio. I don't actually know if we said what band it was. <laughs> Okay, so this band, I don't know if we said it, it's called Icarus Fallen. So there we go. We forgot to yep. say the band name, but there it is. We got we got too caught up in the backstory about and talking about my fuck ups that we forgot to name the name. So Icarus Fallen featuring MLA. Check it out. Hurry Curry. Hey.
No. Good. Like you've never heard this?